Hello, 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 everybody. I am so glad to be back in the groove going live. As you all know, it's been pretty busy over here at the Land Group, a lot of traveling, but our community of leading in healthcare is growing. So for those of you that are new to our community, what usually happens on Fridays is that I just come in here and share a few nuggets and tidbits to help you to be a better leader. You all know that on Mondays, I do the mindset mastery, which is more about the psychology and the inner mindset needed to be the person that you want to be so that you experience a higher quality of life, not only in your professional life, but also in your personal life. But then here in the group, this was uh, a group that was specifically created to give you the, the tools and the leadership development piece of the puzzle that's going to help give you the practical information that you can use, which is going to be the tasks that you can do better as a leader. I think that most often when we are feeling stressed out and feeling the pressures and the demands of our jobs as healthcare leaders, we feel like, well, if we just knew how to do things better or harder or differently, then it wouldn't be so bad. It wouldn't be so stressful. It'd be easier. But in fact, the thing that healthcare particularly is missing is that you actually have to become a different person in order for the tactics, the strategies, all that things, all those things to work. That was like a weird angle, whatever. So I am passionate about high performance, personal mastery, and incorporating those into your internal psyche so that you can become the person that you need to become in order to make the impact that you want to make. And I want you to think of this as a metaphor where you and I can attend the same class and be given the same information and we can implement it step by step to what we know to be the exact way to implement it. However, you and I are going to get different results. And why is that? And when you start to ask yourself the question about why is it that we can have all the same external resources available to us, but still not get the same results, then you're going to understand much, much more why the things that I'm teaching you in the leading and healthcare community is something that I'm passionate about. Oh, that the air conditioner just is going on. Um, because I think that it really, the things that are really going to make a difference are for you to understand how to answer that question and healthcare in particular does not answer that question very well. We talk about the science of patient care and delivery and outcomes, but the part that we do not get right in healthcare leadership is actually give, teaching from the inside out the tools that we need to actually be better leaders. And so if you're struggling, if you aren't getting the results that you want, again, professionally and personally, then this is why this community has been created. For you specifically today, what I want to speak with you all about and what I have some notes about is resilience and how resilience can elevate your leadership. And as I'm reaching out to leaders about the new mental mastery resilience program that's coming up in a few weeks, it seems like everybody thinks that they know what resilience is. However, if you are in a room with a group of leaders, then about 50 to 60% of you are experiencing stress, chronic stress, burnout, and are on a fast train to detrimental impacts to your mind, body, and soul. So what that is telling me is that it doesn't, I don't think you, not you, but you 
us, we understand what resilience truly means because if we did, we wouldn't be getting worse to the point where we're impacting ourselves so negatively where to where we are experiencing negative consequences or have to leave a career that we've worked so hard for. And the answers are not <laughs> external because if you haven't noticed, a lot of the stressors that we're dealing with today are the same stressors that we're going to be dealing with for a very point that out. So resilience is not this buzzword that everybody thinks it is. And if it, you can understand what resilience means, which is the ability to bounce back from certain setbacks, certain challenges that you experience in your life, that's a surface level understanding. However, what I'm trying to teach you is that it's not just about knowing what it is. You have to know what it is and put it into practice and actually embody it for you to have a deep understanding of what it is. And resilience is deeply rooted in science because our brains have this miraculous ability to change uh, and to mold and to form into whatever we want it to form. And so by doing that, we can learn things and start to embody traits and habits and skills and mechanisms that will allow us to actually bounce back, adapt, and cope with challenges. The tricky thing about doing the work that I teach you here, number two, is that you may think that everything is okay. You may not notice that something is off. You may think that you are bouncing back because a lot of the things that you experience when you are headed to this insidious train to the negative consequences is it's not this big thing where you feel tired, where you feel burned out, where you feel like you can't get out of bed. When you get there, it's too late. It's the little things like feeling disengaged, feeling dispassionate about either your work life or it can be a lack of interest in your personal life. The um irritability, <laughs> the not taking care of yourself and knowing that you should do better, but not having that energy or that ability or wherewithal to put the one foot in front of the other to start the momentum train toward taking care of yourself. All of this is rooted in your ability to be resilient toward the things that you have to deal with, not only in your workspace, which could be causing you increased demand and pressure, but it's also in your personal life as well. So as we talk about resilience being not just another buzzword, it's something that actually is something that you need to learn how to understand and become and embody from the inside out as a trait that you actually have, not something that you understand. You actually have to be it. You do it right. You can understand it all day. So once you start to understand what resilience truly is, then you can start to bounce back. And I'm going to leave you with one specific practice in this and the other things that I'm going to share with you in this live stream today to get you started in the right direction and specifically what you can do to start to be more resilient. And it's going to sound cheesy and it's going to sound hokey, but this is evidence-based research. You can go, <laughs> you can dive deep into it, and you're going to find that one of the most impactful and effective things to help you to bounce back from a challenge and to be more resilient when you are facing stressors in your life is to start a gratitude journal. Super simple. Every day, what I do, and if you guys want me to show you, I, I was 
to do a mindset Monday about kind of the rituals that I go through on a daily basis in order to be who I am today. But one of the things that I do is I do a gratitude practice. The gratitude practice probably takes less than one minute. Um, but for you, it probably be better to just start it in a journal. And when you are starting this journal each day, all you have to do is write down three things that you are grateful for. And what it does is it not only changes your brain, to focus on positivity and uh, boost your ability to bounce back from stress and adversity. Secondarily, more deeply, what a gratitude journal does is it elevates the frequency at which you vibrate. And um, if you're not familiar with the terms I'm using, then what it does is it elevates your emotions, it elevates your mental health, and it elevates your physical health to a level that if you approach before you do your journal exercise, if you're like right here with how you are showing up in life, it will elevate you to a higher level. This is important because this has been scientifically measured that people that have specific things going on in their life, whether it be more subtle things like not eating right, not sleeping, uh, a negative attitude, um, which most of us call realistic attitude, but it's usually when you get to the heart of things, they're vibrating more negatively. They have had their energy measured, the, the energy that they emit. Because you know, we are electrical beings creating electrical impulses to keep all this going. Um, and so depending on where your electrical impulses lie on the whole, you can put yourself at risk for these certain mental illnesses, physical illnesses, emotional illnesses, and they have been able to tie certain electrical frequencies with certain areas where you start to flip the switch from being healthy, being resilient, being able to show up at your best and being able to bounce back to being someone that is ripe, creating a ripe environment for all things to go wrong. So just try it if you don't believe me. It's very powerful. And I know sometimes if things seem really dark, that there's not always a lot to be grateful for. And so some of the things that I end up being grateful for are very simple. Here I have my list right here. Uh, my husband, my plants. Um, slow, I had a slow afternoon and I was grateful for that slow afternoon. Um, let's see. I'm just trying to think of some other things. It's not always these big audacious things. Sometimes I do have to, for the smallest minute thing, a good breakfast that I ate, <laughs> the donut from the bakery on the street that always hits every time I go get one. You know, like, so don't think, don't, sometimes we continue to approach the problems we have in the same mental space, the same attitude, the same awareness awareness that we've always done and we wonder why it won't get better knowing that that's the definition of insanity so if you have not tried this on a consistent basis i would invite you to adopt it because even if you think that it's not working one of the phys physiological that i explained with electrical impulses it is changing your ability to be able to be more resilient toward the physical mental and emotional stuff so that's number one the number two thing I want to speak with you about is embracing a growth 
mindset. And particularly that's what I'm talking about on the Mindset Monday that I put out in all of the platforms. So pick your favorite one, even the podcast form. And growth mindset was a term that I don't know if she created or quoted, but it became popular in that book. Uh, I think it was a growth mindset by Carol Dweck. And it transformed the way that we look at people that are successful versus people that are more stagnant or are not as successful. And it evolves around the belief that our abilities and our intelligence can be developed through dedication and effort and willingness. You may think that you have a growth mindset, but research what have you do uh, what was otherwise. For instance, it's a well-known statistic most of us think the same thought today that we thought yesterday, the day before. That is because of the world, uh, the rewi- not rewiring, wiring that we have in our neurological system. But a lot of the, what we think and what we do doesn't change on a day-to-day basis. So therefore, we're not encouraged from a mental standpoint to challenge ourselves to think in a mindset. Just by the very nature of this statistically doing and thinking the same thing and most of those thoughts not conducive to growth, we are inherently more oriented toward having a fixed mindset. Growth mindset actually takes purposeful effort daily in order for you to incorporate into your life. You may think that you have it, but you don't. And specifically if you're someone that thinks you need to do more, you need to try harder and work so let's try it again all of that kind of stuff, you definitely have a mindset if you look outside of what is in your level of awareness whether it be in your professional life or in your personal life then you definitely don't have a growth mindset this is shocking for a lot of people here and a lot of times when i'm saying this in my speeches when i'm saying this in my teachings i don't think people even get the tremendous impact that this fact means on healthcare, on outcomes, your well-being, that if we are not purposely integrating growth mindset principles to our lives on a daily basis, stagnant. So that most of us are stagnant. A growth mindset, the benefit of it is that it empowers you to view setbacks as opportunities for growth. Or um, any of you, the live where I talked about, uh, that I talked about, uh, imposter syndrome and self and those type of things. It also helps you look at some of the things that happen in your life or maybe currently going through that don't feel as good as you want them to feel as not you judging yourself because we do a lot of judging on things that we are thinking about and things that we're observing. Put labels, we judge it. In fact, if you adopt our growth oriented mindset, what you find is that to look at things and learn from them, look at things as a more observer in your life and learn. And that from learning, you can grow. Your level of awareness opens up to different information, different possibilities. So start to integrate this into your daily life is to adopt a yet mindset.
So whenever you're faced with a challenge or a setback, find yourself that you might be perfect right now. You may not know what to do right now. It doesn't mean you won't figure it out. So I'm not where I yet. I don't know what I want to know yet. I'm not ideal version. I think I should be in this particular area yet. Situation in my life is it needs to be yet. By putting the yet on it, it shifts on of just not there yet, not working out where I want to be. Do you know how powerful that yet is? It gives you the space and the empowerment to be more curious. Okay, I'm not there yet, but how can I get there? What can I try? How can I contact? How can I try and see if it's going to work? So that's my practical tip for you when it comes to mindset. Third that I want to share with you is emotional intelligence. Again, this is another area where we think we're performing better than we are. And I'm telling you, when I'm different organizations all over the world, <laughs> it, it's usually a shock to have to come and help a leader that has been not performing at the level they usually perform at in their integrity of their career. You know, we get into years. Anyway, they're shocked. They think they're doing just fine. I don't know why I'm here. And they're starting to um, have things that are falling apart or don't want to listen. They think all of these things out of themselves, not acknowledging the power they have as a leader and the lack of emotional intelligence that they have, don't want to develop in order to be able to make the impact they want on their team. Intelligence is a critical trait for a and it involves this awareness and this ability to manage your emotions. Managing emotions, I could do a whole nother game on emotions, but the level of the lack of and emotional intelligence specifically is something that the leaders in charge. Think about that with the growth mindset. And if you haven't, the thing that I did is a decision. Listen to them because you think that because wiring brain prefrontal cortex can erupt or perform not optimally, know it. This is the thing about that we do as leaders that we think we're doing a job. We really are doing a job when our level is neural wiring that thing, those things. It all actually emotional intelligence active thing as a strategy to ensure emotional intelligence, which here, especially leader, if you're mature, leader, really, I, I, I use different leadership. A lot of you think that when you practice and start leadership, you really format. True servant come into play. Where you are to offer the need, not all, only to put the good of the team on. And so, you understand about conscious effort, listen to people, um, and perspectives, the emotions that lie behind what verbalized because you get more information from clues you get from people say to you. Is important about engaging 
an empathetic conversation, validating experiences. Um, if I up this piece, right, I'm looking way and kind of describe different because it has worked everything this way. Only a way that you have a situation is you can see it totally different. So it doesn't neither is wrong or this is right. This means that these different perspectives and your is to rise above those lead understand how powerful be not in your life but also in your personal life. Make sure that you empathetic conversations and validate people's experiences help you to in the relationships that you have so professional enhance your navigate high pressure um environments especially remember this before with paper. This is the next thing I want to speak about. I did the last lab in our group a meeting for this one mindful because sharing uh in live room speaking about hitting my is probably hard the power right now it's gonna make a difference power of now how you to cultivate the power the real moment to make changes in first I'm gonna talk to that go back that live you want more fullness but it just offers you the ability to this still the sanction in the chaos when you incorporate this into it can be so easy if you you don't have but you being full can be um in minutes and for I my client multiple times so it becomes habit to be mindful and see it more clear and that clarity helps you to show up as your version of you bounce back challenges to get solutions and answers that you would in your because you're coaching and situation circumstances that you back with they really don't you you're more open receptive to both blatant both indirect information in the world and the last thing to share with you purpose and because again in society in our condition in care specifically this is what purpose life your purpose meaning nothing to do with the job to do with the roles that you fulfill such as which is why sons and or purpose in your in your life, that thing that I talk about your soul and who it truly are that you value. I've been that is who we chase. we chase things we are born into. It's in a me and my life that we are empty because it's not it's the meaning those roles that you fulfill. I want you to go deeper with it. start to learn what and what is the meaning in it. because when you're all together, when you give personal life, 
and not in that time you are personal basis, then you see loss. Your loss has said doing whatever is doing. So we all normal this way to disconnect we are as well. and all the things that related ain't it. So I want you to take some time, some regular reflect on what you have in the past chosen just in Life or life, but also personal life, and the impact you want to make all areas of your life. And if you are, is you desire yourself as soul, just the thing you do, and you have to, are you clear? And that's you to understand. I maybe I remember this stress and this out you because that's the way that dance leaders care. Other things you do once exercise not daily, be daily but regular session is right. So what is the discover about me and that you want the life in you feel like you're inside of something this is the first time where you should use those here to come to center come back to to come to purpose your thing I teach my students to do training and anytime it goes off that's a because space was power Alignment, what it is, when, how, showing up, all of that is with your values and you to the path and the results and the commitment to actually impact in that, not the thought. Is share with you quickly with about a and make sure that spread the word this group. You know, get the word on big, very importantly, that the as exists for the that are pot them might showcase so the information that Stephen be large platform are these models for the health pay these as these and it earned that okay so people need people that other care not willing to price in here to just not out in this information that we hear you to six the pressure and the respect deserve that we do and help just cap gratitude both mine
to listen and in my this year regular with you to we put in the thing teaching you you don't Prince, you know that you are them. You be things to get easy. You want to where you are to learn based having this environment for the United States Prime from a, on some, a community leaders in health, they understand that are put us, and we're all community trying to step into possible that are more um, personal energy to have options for uh, I choose weeks of and practice. It's just enhance mental repro starting for right still early dollars. Some people a three minute coach and want deeper stand with me. I've in that's going to change and change their life. And not this level types to read. Even those first invite you out nation to sign into Brazil program. I am give you uh type it out all so what so you to at least B T five three all one bit mental math to learn about them deserve that to be those and I think five days gonna go two hundred you actually invest for you to learn learn to actually last in your and means to hire the person here and have because much many of you your for a trip. Have a good one. Bye.